Take your enjoyment of Smodco Podcast to the next level by checking out a live Smodco show. Hollywood Improv babbles on with Kevin Ralph, Friday, February 26th. Muse heads to Wizard World Cleveland, February 26th through 28th. Babble on with Kevin Ralph, March 4th at the Hollywood Improv. March 4th through 6th, comic book men's Mike and Ming are at Central PA Comic Con. Hollywood Babylon at the Hollywood Improv on March 18th. HBO at the Improv in Hollywood on Friday, March 25th. Kev brings his one-man show to the Ringling College of Art and Design in Sarasota, Florida on March 26th. Celebrate April Fool's Day with HBO at the Hollywood Improv. Iowa City gets an evening with Kevin Smith on April 9th. Kev inflates the Helium Comedy Club with two shows on April 10th and again on the 11th in St. Louis. Get old with Jay and Bob Thursday, April 14th at the Irvine Improv. April 15th means two things. Your taxes are due and you need to catch Babylon at the Hollywood Improv. Mike and Ming are at PopCon April 15th and 16th in Evansville, Indiana. Monday, April 18th, Charlotte, North Carolina gets Kevin for two shows. April 19th, Kev performs twice in Richmond, Virginia. An evening with Kevin Smith in Atlanta on April 20th. Austin, get ready for Kevin Smith's solo at the Moon Tower Comedy and Oddity Fest, April 22nd. April 22nd through 24th, Muse hits Motor City Nightmares. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Austin on April 23rd. Jersey reunites with Kev in Atlantic City on April 30th. Tickets to these and all Smodco shows are available now at Smodcast.com. Welcome to I Sell Comics, the weekly comics report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men, Jay and Silent Bob, Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen. Sitting across from me is Mike Sapsic, the master race. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I could come that's up with. just horrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks. Guten Tag, Ming yeah. Chen. Yeah, How are you? Yeah, I say that as you're wearing a Captain America shirt. Yeah, I'm so. wearing my Captain America. Hey, you know what? We kick Nazi ass. Yeah. Go, America! No, I'm not saying that the white man is a master race. I'm saying if you're from Kandor, you're the, and your name is Quar, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're of the master race. Not so All right, much. No, enough of this master race stuff. Hello, welcome to White I Saw Comics. <laughs> we, we were going to, for the next hour or so, we were going to entice... And titillate you with the best in comic book and comic book news, and geek uh, the hell out, and geek geek the hell out. And this is the show, Mike, where you don't have to sit in front of your web browser, reloading and refreshing, and hoping that you get in to listen to the show. We are not like trying to get tickets to the San Diego Comic Con. Oh my God, how how fast did that sell out? It sold out in under an hour, Mike. Ugh. Tickets went on sale, I believe, at I think nine a.m. Eastern time. Or, or was it, or maybe I think it was noon Eastern time a couple of days ago. Sold out within an hour. Uh, over t- wow. I over geez, I don't know how many tickets. Was it seventy two trillion tickets? It's got to be over a hundred thousand at least. Yeah. So a lot of. I don't know if you check Twitter. I don't know if you have a. Yeah, you have the same geek friends I do. Yeah. A lot of lot of tears. There were many tears. Lots of frustration. Uh, a lot people, of angry people slamming people. down their their fists on their keyboards. Yeah, and th- this is the biggest con in the world. Sells out under an hour. Yeah, that's not that's, surprising. That's how popular it is. Now, a lot of people assume that we go every year. Being I've comic never book been. Fan. Mike Zapka has never been. Never been. I, you gotta go. Once? No, I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know how to get you in, Mike, because it's it's tough. It's not easy, even with your pedigree. Oh my Even God, with yeah. your pull, we can't get it. Even with your stature, I think it might be it might be hard getting you in. Yeah, you know what? It'd be really tough. Even you know, dressing up like a, a waiter and sneaking in the back, like I don't know, yeah, Arnold hello. Schwarzenegger. Hello, my name is <laughs> Jessica Jones. Hello, my name is Mister Burns. Yeah. Hello, I'm Matt Murdock. Of, uh, yeah, I don't even think that would work. So, although I heard one year there was uh, there's San Diego, and then there's the after parties, and I heard, oh yeah, one dude. I won't. Should we mention his name? I don't know. I won't mention his name. He looked kind of like you. And he got into a party impersonating you. We heard the story at a con late, years later. Yes, that was actually awesome. That's pretty cool that somebody He's like, oh, Mike Zapsik, I'm not on the list. Like, oh, Mr. Zapsik, oh, come of right course. this way. Well, why don't you come this way? Yeah, here, uh, here come into the party. The drugs are on the left. Here's yeah, hookers on the right. The, the, the Tijuana Donkey Show is on the, uh, you know, San Diego. And all. Of course, it's on, on the, stage. Uh, it's on the right. And to the middle, uh, there's Mr. Stan Lee, if you want to go talk to him. Right. Yeah. Sitting on his throne, Mr. Stan Lee. Yeah. So I'm saying if you look anything like Mike Zapsic, you might be able to talk your way into an after party. 
The actual con, I don't know. Do you remember that time we went to an after party and they had the we didn't we weren't on the list. They had mm-hmm. to Google our names. Yes, that was funny. Yes, that was awesome. That still works. Yeah, that's Google works. my name. Yeah, it's like well, that sort of looks like you. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm not really that guy. <laughs> Welcome to the party, Mister Fillion. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, Mister Downey Jr. Nice. Come on, come on this way. How how is it? How's it? How's the event? How's Civil War? How's How's Pepper Potts? How's the Civil War turning out for you? It's, it's, how's that going for you? Ah, uh, that's great. Thank uh, you very not much. so well. But something like this, the biggest con in, in the world, selling an hour in under an hour. Do you see this as a problem? Uh, I, I see scalping as a problem. Sure, I see that being a really big, and I see scalping and fraudulent scalping to be a problem. I think I that's got it down. You have to get a badge, and that badges or holograms. They have RFID chips in there uh, where you scan when you go in and when you go out. I know, but there are people who don't know about that, and they go and they try to scan or they, they sure. get in there, and they're like, what do you mean? I, I paid $500 for yeah. this ticket. It's like, sorry, you got taken. Yeah, but the plastic badges they use are harder to replicate than... Probably, but I, I'm just saying that you could go on the street and say, hey, you yeah. know, I'm looking, oh, sure. looking, that, for, that, looking for a miracle. Oh, that happens all the time. Yeah, and I then they're like, your, no! So near Comic Con, as people were leaving, there were scalpers with stacks of cash, yeah, offering people twenties for their badges that they were not going to need anymore for that day. Yeah, so so that that could be a problem. But I mean, it, I meant for the true fan, for the poor person who really wants to go. Yeah, is it a problem. It, of course it is, because if you snooze, you lose. It's it's well, even one if of you those... don't snooze, there are people. Yeah, woke up, I'm... set their alarms, got on right right when they were supposed to. It still got shut out just because of the traffic. I know. They should have multiple streams. I, that's what I would do. I would have like five separate streams that you can I'm, go I'm, to. I'm sure they had a million streams. It well, still I'm just didn't saying, work. Like, just the sheer amount of people. Well, I'm saying like uh, an actual physical place where you could go and buy in major cities. Yeah. Well, that's, that cuts it's out. Ar- in, it's archaic a little that, bit. But- that cuts out the people in. Who don't live near a major city, so. Uh, it does, but then for them, you have the online, and sure. they just have to keep hit and refresh. So you want ticket windows. I would love ticket you windows. You want to the, the return of the, the ticket windows. days, absolutely. You want the return of the people camping out in front of places to yeah, get tickets. hell yeah. You want that back? Why not? Be- I, don't, I guess that could work. Yeah, well, I think I it would work. And, work. and you know what? People will. Would you uh, like to become an outlet? Yeah, the comic stores. This is how we. Re- why not? This is how we reinvigorate the brick and mortar comic stores. Sure. We become con ticket outlets. Why not? So we'll have people lined up down Broad Street in, in tents. Yeah, absolutely. Sleeping bags. And you get to sell them their golden tickets. Right. And you get wristbands the night before. Yeah. And the first, like, thousand people or however many tickets they're going to yeah. give to us, like, first 500 people, yeah. boom, right in there. I like and this. we get it. We get a cut of it. I like this. That's that's a solution that I didn't see. Uh, there's a. I went to the website uh, comicbeat.com. Right. And, uh, they had listed a couple solutions. I want to see. I want to get your opinion on them. But I like your solution. It's why not bring turn people in here? The brick and mortar comic book outlets into Comic Con hard ticket. Right. Selling hard tickets for con for hugely desirable cons like this sure and you have a fill, fill out a form they fill out the form they give you the money Ca- cash for tickets cash for tickets Just and like then you, you send it in and this is this way it's a lot a lot harder to um to scalp i like this just like the old days man. yep telling it's you. like yo man let's go get some let's go let's go get some new york comic-con tickets like let's go get aerosmith tickets yeah exactly yeah let's go camp out let's let's bring uh It'll space be, heaters i mean experience. i'm sure Re- i'm sure red bank uh cops would be pissed at well, us but we'll, we'll 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 bring them in here we'll let them sleep in here they can shop we can we can uh, we can show wow. comic book movies before the before the ticket window opens. Walt's taking that week off. Okay. <laughs> Walt's taking idea. that week okay, off. I, I love your idea. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, I'm telling you, we could probably haul in, and, and for Middle and America, cut, yeah. for Middle America, I'm sure that like uh, a comic shop in Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, Vault of Midnight. Sure, Vault of Midnight. If they Would do it, it. Vault of Midnight, you're up for this? Uh, I'm telling you, how Let about know. a whole bunch of other places, the, the um, you know, Fox Prowl Collectibles. Sure. Boom, right there. You know, yeah. I'm just naming random comic stores that yeah, I, right. I remember. These are ones that we're friendly with, yeah. the ones that we love. Yeah, so have them come out and love or have people come out and, and buy from there. Yeah. You, you know, want them that bad? Then come on out. We'll make it a whole experience. Exactly, and people will uh, will do the walk-in. People will actually yeah. you know, fly out. Somebody from, let's say, I don't know, South Carolina is sure. like, I really want Comic-Con tickets. Yeah. 
Jan Silent Bob's has got a thousand of them. Did you say South Carolina? Yeah. I'm flying up to New Jersey. I won't just go to Atlanta or somewhere closer. Well, I'd go, <laughs> well we'll make it an experience for him. Okay. Yeah, and, you know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Atlanta that, gets theirs, but I'm just saying, yeah, the, the, this is, this <laughs> the hub a, of every. I think this is a great idea. Yeah, this is an idea United. that I did not see suggested in any. No, why not? Sell it to. It. Give us uh, a thousand. Yeah. Uh, exactly. The golden yeah. tickets. Yeah, we've a got a thousand of them. You want them? Come we get sell, them. We sell them out in one day, or we send them back and sure. forfeit forfeit all the profits. How about Whoa, that? That's well. Why would we do it then? Because we're confident we could sell a thousand <laughs> tickets. That's a that's pretty confident. We've we've actually had thousands of people show up sure. here. We all we so, of course we have. Uh, and I Absolutely. wouldn't say that we can let people sleep inside of here. Okay, okay. I'm not putting bunk beds in here, Ming. Okay, I just thought yeah, you we're know, going to IKEA. We'll we'll buy bunk yeah, beds I, and then we'll you know assemble them, let the people sleep here. Then the next day we'll disassemble and bring it back I to just, IKEA I just for a full refund. While we're having the big Comic Con slumber party, people could buy stuff. It would be like a or we could stay open for 24 hours. Sure. Okay. No sleeping in here, but we're still yeah. Open. We're okay. open for 24 hours. Okay. And when the last ticket, we lock the door. All right. Let's get Walt Flanagan in on this. Or I'll take point. I'll I'll watch the door. And uh, that's perfect. Okay. And uh, if you know, uh, we want to get Walt in on it, absolutely. Okay. But if he doesn't want to do it, he's like, that's stupid. Yeah. Take the week off, Walt. Okay. <laughs> take those two days off. All right. That's a we great- can do it. It's it's it just makes sense, that's right? A great idea. Now, come. Comic Beat has uh, presented a number of solutions. Number one on the list, Mike, a lottery. Your thoughts on this? A lottery. <sighs> no, you that's too in, random. You get a number, and and then a week later, they say if you've been chosen or not. And if you have, then you have X amount of time to buy tickets. It makes it easier. You don't... There's not there's this no big guesswork. rush. Yeah. There's no guesswork. There's no crush on the servers. And everybody gets potentially a fair chance at tickets. Instead of... The people who who just got lucky and got through, right? Well, um, it, again, that's that in itself. Uh, getting through is yeah. a lottery, sure. So, uh, yeah, it, I'm sure but it will save it, uh, traffic on their website. Traffic saves time, saves little hassle for any event where there's the, that's this popular. Say the New York City Marathon or anything like this. Uh, they've adopted lotteries. It's worked out. Right. Fair? Granted, it, I don't know. It's but. not terribly fair. And it's, uh, I mean, you know, the guy who, you know, is going to scalp his ticket. Sure. And he gets the lottery. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it would cut down on scalping. You don't know if you're going to get tickets or True. not. True. A little bit. Not, I'm not going to say it's going to eliminate it. But, but it also, it, it, it opens just you up for, you know, um, accusations of favoritism and the whole night. Sure, sure. How do I know this is on the up and up? You know. Don't. You don't. You don't. But, which I think that's that's one of the inherent flaws in it. Yeah. It's like, now, how did your best friend get 450 yeah. tickets and, you know, yeah. nobody else got? But, but I do say it kind of evens the playing field, putting in the lottery. You know, uh, but I think that if they they went from I mean I know it's a little bit more work going from comic store to comic store like Midtown. Sure. If they went to Midtown and said I'll give you five five thousand tickets, mm-hmm. you think they could sell five thousand? Oh, absolutely. Okay. No, you don't no think doubt. we and you don't think we could sell a thousand? No, I think we could. I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't agree with your. We'll give you your money back. If, yeah. Screw if that noise. Forget I said that. Cut that out. Yeah. Uh, no, we won't give the money back, but we can sell a thousand sure, tickets. Absolutely, we could. And Bing Bang Boom. Okay. And yeah, you know what else she can do is um, if the store has um, you know a website, they can set up a, you know five hundred in store and five hundred on the website. Sure, it cuts down traffic on you know theirs, right? But you know ours, maybe not so much. Maybe maybe we'll get some hits. Okay, some more hits. Even though you know we we do a, a thriving uh, online trade, yeah, we could still put them on there for five hundred. Ding ding yeah. ding ding. Yeah, I I could see this going to a lottery though. Something this yeah. popular, selling on under an hour. And and like I said, some people did wake up early. They did everything sure. that they were supposed to do, still couldn't get through because of just a massive amount of people just hitting, trying to get tickets. Right. And and they were locked out. You know, was it fair for them? It's, it's that's just life. Yeah. It's life. And yeah, I, you know what? So many people think, oh, it's life's not fair. Life isn't fair. No. Sorry. Sorry, life ain't fair, boys and girls. Yes. All right. Solution number two. Yes. Now, San Diego Comic Con, you can buy single 
day tickets or you can buy the what are the four or five day passes right which most people are trying to get which sell out very quickly right because they're limited this solution says make all tickets single day you want five days then you got to go and you got to buy you got to go buy all all five days okay and you may miss out on the saturday because they're sold out well too bad oh yeah but it but it allowed that guy who just wanted to go on saturday to get in and get it, again, levels of playing field a little bit. A little bit, not that much though, because there's the the guy who wants to he wants to go all sure. the days. What, it's like, listen, I'm making a trip out to Sunday, yeah. Jeff. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Christmas, his wife gave him, you know, um, San Diego five Comic-Con. day pass. He went five day all pass. Five went days. all five days. Okay. Well, let's say he couldn't have gone on Saturday. Yeah. It it splits up his week or Friday. Sure. Let's say Friday he was he was locked out, right. but he's there uh, Wednesday and Thursday and Saturday and Sunday, and he's got one free day. Yeah. I mean, granted, it's San Diego. There's plenty to do besides yeah. the Comic Con. Sure, and it's it's. But you know, say your favorite panels on that Saturday. Exactly. Let's say in. you wanted to go to see Firefly panel. Yeah. Or Star Wars. And you want to go to the Star Wars concert. Exactly. The Kevin Smith Big Hall H panel. Right. Because. Not going to make it. Yeah. So that's that's a tough one. Yeah. Again, though, uh, make him all single day. It, it kind of divvy, it diversifies right the traffic potentially. Okay. Or make them all five day passes. <laughs> make them all five days. <laughs> yep. Make them all five days. So if you want to go, you have to go every day. Or pay for every day. Or pay for every day. Uh, okay, I don't know. that's a solution. That's yeah, <laughs> that's definitely a solution. I'm thinking outside the box, man. Yeah, I see that. You know, it, and it makes them in more these, money. Uh, ultimately, it makes them more money. And if people actually, are like, it doesn't. You know, the multi day pass are typically lower priced. Screw than, that noise. Jack up the prices. Jack up the prices. <laughs> okay, I like you think in in these tough times, Mike. You have to think out of the box. Yeah, you do. And that's what I'm doing. If you want to make uh, or uh, no, that's that's too much. Okay. Just I was I was thinking have it for like half day passes. Half day. Yeah. So you got to kick everybody out. Yeah. So you can come between say nine and and one. Nine and one, and then three and and ten yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Let's say nine. So to, we take an nine hour, to two. Right, and then you take an hour hour so to clear, clear all hundred fifty thousand people. Yeah. Out. Well, make it two hours. Okay. And, and then, then you let, let other people. Yep. In. It's not a bad idea. I'm telling you. That clearing the people out, that's, that could be tough. And just hire a couple people. Yeah. Make sure no one's hiding in the bathroom. Yeah. No one's hiding under an exhibitor table. <laughs> you know, that's where I'll be. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, you, but could of course, do, with, you could do that. Of course, you know, so, to meet some of these celebrities, sometimes a four or five hour line, you may be, that, that might be your day right there. True, but. Uh, if you split it up. You can also cap the line. You cap, cap line. lines. Okay. Because that's what volunteers are for. You cap sure. lines. Sure. Boom. We'll get you in and out I li- within I li- two hours. I like this. I like this thinking. I'm telling Split, you. Split. Make every day a half day. Yeah. Split it up into two sessions. Right. Not unheard of. It's been done before. Yeah. And you can. it, it also uh, eases the the uh, the celebrities in there. Yeah. You know, they're there for set times. Yeah. And they cap the line. All right. And boom. Right. And, and have it be that way for every celebrity. And you don't get... All right. Uh, well, how about this? Your favorite panel is at 6 p.m. Okay. But you have tickets for the first half. You can't go. You're kind of screwed. Okay. And, and as that, that panel is very popular, everyone wants a second session. Right. And not the first. You're screwed? Uh, you're screwed. I'm just, or saying, they can, I'm just thinking logistics here. Or they could do two panels. Do two panels? Yeah. Why not? You're Double up panels. Okay. You know, you and I both think, and Brian agrees with us, Brian mm-hmm. Johnson, sure. that... Um, what makes the days go faster at a con yeah. is doing panels. Okay. Whether it's we're moderating a panel yeah. or we're actually my, you know doing my, a Q and A. My days fly regardless. What's what are you guys up to? Uh, my days <laughs> my days are great. I believe I know his me. His don't. I, no, no. His. I mean, he can hear the ticking of the clock. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, the din if, of. If you've ever been to a con with us and Brian Johnson, you could see that time when he. Time slows down for him. Right. That table. So I don't try to stay too close to him because I get sucked yeah. into that. Like that, entra- air, entra- that, that, that entropy field. That, you know that uh, you watch cartoons where like there's that one dude with a big cloud above yeah. him and the thunder cloud. That's him. Yeah, yeah. And he's just kind of sucked into a time vortex where yeah. he's just watching time slowly tick by. Exactly. Waiting for the con day to end. <laughs> and the funny thing is, there are people who come up to him and just stand there and stare. Yeah. Yeah, and afraid to talk to him, or even talk, though they just paid money, to or talk, talk to him, him and yeah. just sit there like so. They, 
they've paid you money like to, stuff they've paid money to meet him yeah and they're too scared to say anything because he just like he's got that air of like don't don't mess don't talk to me yeah <laughs> well me and you were like that's it it's over yeah yeah seriously come yeah. back come back and see us again yeah so that's well now you've 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 entered a lot a lot of cool scenarios i, I think yeah uh okay scenario number three here according okay. to comic b increase the cost make tickets more expensive <laughs> you're gonna lessen the you weed out the uh the suckers no not i don't think suckers, so but no yeah the people who are like uh yeah. and, suckers, and flipping you're, it you're going to well you're gonna price people out which is in my opinion unfair very but, unfair yeah. but with something this popular supply and demand obviously the, the demand is there the supply is not so you in our capitalistic society when this happens what happens the prices go up true but in in the comic game in our cult, in our uh sure. small sure. section of the culture mm-hmm. we try to be as inclusive as possible Absolutely. so pricing people out not really i mean that's even more unfair than sure. the the lottery okay. pardon me lottery system uh i think that that's it's not a viable option because you're going to price yourself out of the game. Okay, people are going to say screw San Diego sure. and leave in droves. Okay, I think. Okay, or at least I'm, at I'm least just... you're going to create like a class right. of of um, yeah, it's a little class comic. Sure, yeah, huge because you'll get the guys in there with the the deep wallets, but they're not spending money at the table, so they know going through the back issues. And then you're gonna you're gonna see a ripple effect throughout the whole oh, thing. Okay. It's people aren't gonna go for the dollar books and to see the panel. People go there, they spend their how much is it a day? Like fifty bucks a day? Average, yeah. Let's average, say, average, let's, let's say cross, fifty bucks a cross, day. Crossed all five days, yeah. People have a budget. Sure. That they, they're it's expensive. Yeah, of course it is. You know, you've got food, you've got hotels, yeah, you've transportation. got transportation to get there. Plus you know, um, to get into onto the con floor and spend money. Sure, autographs, all that stuff. Autographs, yeah, yeah. and you know, going to panels. Um, most of them are free, but some of them cost. Sure. So you're like, oh crap, a lot of money. Yeah. So you're talking uh, fifty bucks just to get in the door. Sure. And then you're spending if you're um you're conservatively you spend another hundred to let's say two hundred bucks. Yeah, merchandise and all the all the amenities. And let's and, say you want to meet one of even meeting one of your favorite uh, celebrities is going to cost you you know upwards of maybe a hundred and twenty sure, bucks. Sure. So you're like, oh crap. Yeah. That's that's half your ball game right there. Yeah. Plus you need to eat, unless you bring like power bars and stuff, and that stuff's not sure. really fulfilling. Yeah. And, it's uh, the whole thing. It's very, it's expensive, no matter how you cut it. And and you're chasing down that elusive uh, white whale of yours, that comic <laughs> book that's been slipping through your yeah. grasp on eBay, commissioned at, art, whatever. Yeah, you're whatever spending, you're it's, you're, it's, you're spending, it's, money. spending money. So there's already that financial burden sure. to jack up the prices to say let's let's say they do a hundred dollars a day. Yeah. For the full five days, it's five hundred dollars just to get in the door. Yeah. Plus the demand is there though. The demand I is there. The demand is there. But again, you're you're gonna create a the upper class of yeah. you know comic uh, fan, sure. Which is not a good idea. No, not a good idea at okay. all. You want to keep this family friendly, oh, right? This is not Disney. You know, it, well, there's have not you a, seen the prices for Disney? Oh my, no, well, that's what well, I'm again, saying. This they, is not they Disney. Have, they oh okay okay you're going that like, oh Disney's yeah like too expensive. Yeah. Disney is yeah it's either send you to college or take you to Disney. Pretty much yeah. I hope you enjoyed Happy Land. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. no ah uh, okay. So and, I don't think that that's a good idea. And okay, and the last solution very unlikely, but add more days, add more days, you have uh, more tickets. Do an entire week, ten day con. Mike, Holy, San Diego Comic Con, 10 days. I think that that is probably Double the best solution. <laughs> 10 days? Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're asking exhibitors to hang out for almost two weeks? If the, yeah, absolutely. The money's Why green. not? The money's there. Okay, okay. And, and it will be if okay. they can sell out 10 days. Yeah. You don't think that a guy from, let's say from here, right. let's say Walt's like, you know what? I'm sending you and, and Ming out to Comic-Con mm-hmm. to, to sell our wares. Right. It'd be like having two stores. For 10 exactly. days, Exactly. For 10 stores. days, we got two stores, yeah. and we're we're raking in the money. Yeah. You don't think he's like, that was a great investment. Oh, sure. That was a smart idea for sure. us to do that. That'd be cool. A yeah. 10 day, at that point, it's not even kind of a festival at that yeah. point. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, some of these smaller um, vendors probably won't be able to do all 10 days, yeah. so then double up. Yeah. 
you know, they're in for five days. Yeah. Then another vendor comes in and takes their spot for another you five know, days. Screw ten days. Let's make it a fortnight. Two four, weeks. Two weeks. Fourteen days. Account. Do it. Two weeks. How cool would that be? That would be pretty cool. That'd be like, um, can you imagine just the stuff coming out of there? And it also allows. AMC, it allows uh, CBS, it allows all the big guys, HBO, to to get sure, all Fox, their people Warner in Brothers, there, all the film companies, everybody to get their stuff in there. Yeah, you know, because they always shoehorn stuff in and they forget they 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 have stuff that you know they really want to 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 pump. Right. Then Comic Book Man gets yeah. their little little time in the okay, sun. Okay, we'll get like the midnight slot on on sure. Wednesday. Well, we always do, but you know what? We make midnight cool. Right. Uh, sure. Okay. And then, Again, you, you can cover all the bases. You can do an entire year's worth of stuff, not just the next six months, but the entire year and give like little teasers for stuff that's coming up. I like this. And, and I know that life happens and you have stuff like DC's Rebirth that comes out of the blue. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you get little little hints of stuff that's coming around the corner. Right. That's it's actually, it's, that's like right on the horizon. That's why I love, uh, in New York. We don't even need to go to San Diego. We find out the second it happens. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why we, that's why we haven't gone in years. To um, be honest with you, but my, <laughs> exactly. But my point being that you could, they could take it, make it fourteen days. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the town doesn't, San Diego doesn't get sick and tired of. They won't. The they're not going to be sick and tired of them. All that money coming in. No, they won't. And you've got people who will go for. Let's let's say they make it like seven days. Yep. Make a five day, a seven day, and a fourteen or a ten and a fourteen okay. day plan. You've got those four options, and plus the single days. Right. But uh, single day people are, are generally speaking going to be the the people who are like in California or in Nevada who will take the six hour drive. Yeah, to go for one day. To sure. go for one day. Okay. But for um for the people who are, I mean, I doubt there's anyone who's going to go for all fourteen days. Oh, I don't. Well, I don't. Th- those are the independently wealthy, and that's there's your class system. That's fine. They'll find a way. Exactly. You find and, a way. And if you're going to do all 14 days, I say jack the price up a little bit. Okay. Make it and make it a VIP. Sure. Give them a couple of things that they're not going to get. Like you get to meet Shatner. Yeah. All right. You, we, we, Mike Zapsic, uh, can you sit behind an autograph table for 14 days? I don't think that. Well, that, can we get Brian? Can we expect Brian Johnson? Who can't handle a two-day con? He can't handle fourteen minutes just, behind the table. Like, <laughs> to sit I'm gone. behind a con for fourteen days. Um, no, absolutely okay. <laughs> not. No, no, but I would that, do it again. There's the beauty of it because you have a rotating cast of people. Yes, you can get people who come in for three days, three days, three days, three like days. I like it, and I like know, it. Change it up. Yeah, it doesn't have to be all fourteen days. Doesn't have to be. Oh, like you it. can have people there for all fourteen yeah. days. I mean, I'm sure you will have people there for all Let's 14 days. Let's do it. Days. Let's push for a 14-day San Diego Comic-Con. Right uh, now, we're, we're going to campaign for this. All right. Well, uh, folks, you're, you're the, the trendsetters. You are the voices. Go for uh, – do hashtag 14-day San will Diego. This alleviate the problem I, I wholeheartedly, I believe. SDCC 14 days. 14 days. S- SDCC Fortnite. Hashtag F, F, SD – oh, my God. Blah, 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 blah. Hashtag SDCC 14 days. Yes. Let's Beautiful. do it. Let's do it. Get it up there, people. Let's do it. All right. You I, have the power. You have the power. All right. Under the books, Mike. Comics. Comics of the week. Right on top of both of our piles. Both and our piles. I'm sure buddy. your pile as well. Dark Knight 3, The Master Race. Yes. Number issue, 3. Issue 3. Yeah. Hotly awaited issue. Yeah. Uh, last, last issue, we found out who The Master Race We did. Was. We found out that they were the Kandorians. Yeah, that were um, were they all the Kandorians? I don't think there were all the Kandorians. I think there were most of the Kandorians. There, there was a there was a good there was a good amount. Yeah, and Kandorians who had been oppressed, trapped underneath I glass. I wouldn't say oppressed. You don't think I they were oppressed think, and tortured? I don't know. They weren't oppressed and tortured. They were they were shrunk down and kept as pets. Pets like that's, that's, by Brainiac. Yeah, not by Superman though. No, not Superman, by Superman was trying to. He kept them safe, and he was trying to figure out a way to um, to get them out. To get them out. Yeah. To, to have them unshrunk. Well, I guess he didn't do it quick enough because they found out a way to get out. Yeah. They tricked the dude. They tricked the atom. Yeah. And I think that Superman did consult the atom when he was trying to get. Uh, I've seen multiple. Well, maybe he foresaw what was going to happen, which was the Kandorians, uh, and especially especially one. Uh, Quar, Quar, who comes out and uh, he's he's kind of a dick. He's more than a dick. I gotta he's, say, he's, he's an oppressor. He 
is wreaking havoc along yeah, with all the other wants, Kandorians. What does he want to do? He wants to take over the earth and have us as his slaves. Yeah. I like how he doesn't beat around the bush about it either. No. He, get, he enlists the help of the media, and he outright says, we are gods. Treat us as such. Yeah. And he doesn't threaten. He basically out and out shows what they can do. Yeah. And he's got fanatics with him. Yes. Which is uh, very, it's uh, it's kind of like a page out of today's uh, newspaper. Very, yeah, a lot of terroristic overtones. Yes. He's got um, Kandorians who are strapped to nuclear devices. Right. Or whatever passes for nuclear devices on Kandor. Crypt, yes. Essentially, the last city on Krypton. Yeah, seed, uh, literally seeds of destruction. He, uh, yeah, he, he drops um, one of the Kandorians, he, and he's like, I, I live to serve. See you later. And he ex- he blows himself up. Suicide, nuclear bombs, Russia. Anything, Moscow. Anything that can kill a Superman, a Kryptonian, is something, it's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. So... And it turns I, out that Quar is not really, um, he's not opposed to using his own people, you know, for destructive purposes. No, I mean, most dictators don't. So. No, not really. And he's, and, you know, accent on the dick. So Accent on the dick. Yeah. I like that. So, uh, but I like, uh, before any of that begins, so we, we go back to Batman, who... As we saw in the last episode, is not dead. No, he's not alive. dead. He's he's kind of screwed he's, up though. And he says it says it himself in the beginning. I'm broken. Yeah, I'm I'm old. I'm broken. Uh, I I love that you to carry Kelly. That I want. I'm glad that you want me to work with you again to uh-huh. oppress this threat. But I I'm just going to drag you down. And he says to her, "You are you are better than me at my my best." He's like, yeah. "You are you are so graceful." I was a blunt force. Yes. You are. A I take scalpel. the punch. Yeah. You dance av- around it. You avoid the punch yep. and then you strike back, which is um, usually, it, it leads you to fight another day. Right. But he and, said, I, I wanted to take the punch. He, mm-hmm. you know what, Batman? And he did? Yeah. Well, Batman was always, has always been like a tortured character. He, he's racked with survivor's guilt and, you know, uh, post traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. I have no doubt. Um, and his main concern was always, you know, making sure that there were no one else, no one else suffered the same tragedies he did. Yeah, that's why he took Dick Grayson under his wing. Yeah, no pun intended. Um, and that's why Nightwing was such a a brighter character. You know, he's not just in the shadow; he can he can move through the shadows. Yes, but he's also like, um, he, he's got a bit of Superman and Batman in him. Yeah, you know, he's got hope, and he was also, you know, he made friends with. Everyone in the DC universe. Right. Everyone was like, wow, this this kid's pretty amazing. Yeah, we like him. He's a good guy. Dick Grayson's awesome. <laughs> dick is not a dick. Yeah, no accent on his dick. No. So how about that? No. It's great. Unless you're, yeah. Dude, cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> That's taken out of context. And, you know, uh, even without all that, even the, without any dialogue or plot, it's fun seeing the, for me, it's fun seeing the Frank Miller Batman, the pencils by Andy Kubrick. Yeah. Kubert. 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 Andy Cooper. You just like the Kubrick I do. boys. The, just the hulking Batman Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Even all the he's scale. imposing. Yeah. Even that huge hulking figure is back. It's pretty It's pretty cool to see. In this one issue, though, though, there's so much action going on. And who else to render that but Andy Kubrick? Oh, my God. Andy Kubert. 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 He does a great... He does great. Of and the, Superman's in self-imposed exile. He's frozen himself at the... The top of the world at the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. And uh, Carrie Kelly can't help but make a little quip about the you they, know, fortress. They, they the go key. Up, oh, the key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they go up to try to enlist his. They need his help. Yeah. Of course. If you go fight Kryptonians, you need a crypt. Fight fire with fire. Yeah. You need the Kryptonian, the guy who knows how to use his powers yeah. better than anyone on in that bottle city. That's for damn sure. Yeah. They're like children taking their first steps. And that's why Superman, with his. Decades of experience. It's kind of important for him to be on their side. We kind of need. He's 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 like the uh, he's the cleanup hitter. Yeah, you need the cleanup hitter. You, you need you know you need a team. You're gonna you need gonna a quell, justice league. A threat of this magnitude. You need a team. So we're kind of seeing the team right getting together. And I don't. One of the last panels was pretty amazing. I don't want to ruin it. I want to ruin it, but I don't want to ruin it. Pick up the book. 
yeah, pick it up. It's, there's it's pretty. One, I mean, there's one panel that just makes your, is this three ninety nine. Five ninety nine. Oh, sorry, sorry. So one pound makes your five ninety nine. Totally oh yeah, completely worth it. Oh yeah. And when you get to it, you will agree with me. So it was. That's pretty amazing. And for your five ninety nine, Mike, you get it's another two for one. Right. You get the uh, your little Green Lantern mini comic in here. That's pretty um, cool. All Frank Miller this time in here, and you get to see how he's he's dealing with this threat, which is just pretty cool. I wish I wish more comics would do this. I like the little bonus. And it's also uh, John Romita Jr. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got a little John Romita in here. Well, not a little. You got a lot. You got a lot. <laughs> you got a lot yeah. of John Romita in here. So that's never a bad thing. Uh-huh. So this is, your, this is your obvious choice for the week. Hopefully, you've been keeping up. If not, you're only in issue three. So, But if you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming you probably have it in your hand already. Yeah, I would hope. Yes. What else do you have there? Is that Coming of the Superman? I've got Neil Adams, Coming of the sup- Superman. There are a lot of Superman this week. Yeah. It's a it's a ton, and uh, yeah, this is long awaited. Neil yes. Adams, from what I understand, uh, Neil Adams co wrote this and his uh, and his artwork. Yeah, he um, he's lobbying for DC Comics and DC Entertainment to um, to pretty much uh, bring back the New Gods and yeah. use them in the cinematic universe. Yes, movie. New Gods movie. He wants a New Gods movie and this is his Does he way. want to write and direct that too? I don't know. I bet he could he would if he could. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um this is uh the the first one. It's it's a setup. You've got uh three soup three new supermen. Yeah. Coming out of nowhere. They're part of the uh I'm a sup- assuming the Superman Emergency Squad from Candor. Right. So they're they're all they put on their big boy pants and um they come out to to help because Calabac is attacking, and his army, uh, his yeah, his parademons, parademon army, attacking uh, a threat to the world. We're assuming that it's by order of Darkseid. Yes, because Calabac Calabac does do stuff on his own, but uh, he's pretty much a coward. When is it comes there an to assumption on page three here? Uh, there's a there's a big bubble here. Hit it hit it hard for Darkseid. Yeah, so but are you still assuming now? That's a parademon saying that. Okay. They're kind of mindless. And he's screaming victory for Darkseid, victory for Calabac. Yeah. He he does stuff that's outside of the parameters of what he's supposed to be doing. Right. And uh, you know, for all for you, father, if you if you watch the uh Superman Adventures right. the cartoon, he was uh, a big protagonist in that. And uh we've got we've got this really weird gargoyle dude. It's time traveling green demon. And it sort of looks like I was like, is that John Jones? I don't think is it John, is it John, hey it would make sense being Neil Adams and all but <laughs> but and yeah exactly but we find out that um dark side might have originated on earth Oh that would yeah. like Xenu I I don't know Didn't does Xenu originate I don't know anything about Scientology uh, never, uh, <laughs> No no they're they're all aliens in Oh no wait Xenu's from Mars uh, I don't know from- I don't know how this works Xenu's from Mars, yeah. Kal-El's from Krypton. Yeah, yeah. well, these three new Superman, they're a little the green. Book. They're a little green, shall we say. Yes. Rookies. They're Rookie very Superman. green. They, they don't know how to use their powers, which uh, dovetails well into, like, the Dark Knight 3. Yeah. These guys don't know how to use their powers yet. If you watched, if you ever watched Superman 2 by Richard uh, Donner, mm-hmm. actually, no. Richard, Richard Donner, Donner cut? The Richard Donner cut. cut actually, yeah. if you watch the Superman whole thing, yeah. you see um, Non and... Uh, Ursa using their powers. Oh, and they're kind of flailing they're, a little bit. Well, yeah, he's he's non can't use his heat vision quite that well yet. And Zod lands in water. He's like, "What is this? What is this liquid yeah. substance <laughs> that I have landed in?" Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I love you. Kidding? Terrence Stamp made such a great Zod. He makes such a great bad guy. Yeah, there's a lot of other weird stuff going on in here too. So oh, remember, yeah. adopts an orphan from yeah. Where are they, like Iraq or something? Iraq or Korak which or I Afghanistan. Didn't, which I, I guess maybe comes into play later. I'm not really sure what. It's uh, somewhere in the Middle East. Yeah. Which uh, I thought, yeah. the Green Demon, kind of weird. but Yeah. Um, but you get all this beautiful Neil Adams. And Neil Adams artwork. Artwork, yeah. which I think, didn't he bring in some of this? He when did. he came in on Comic Book Man? And he was looking episode? for some uh, New Gods Yeah, he's, he's really, uh, he's really... He's really gung ho on the new gods, yeah. Which I'm all for, so yeah. So that's cool. I have here, Mike, uh, a little more lighthearted, yes, than Calabac. Also in my pile, and, and the destruction of the Earth. 
This is X Men, worst X Men ever. Yeah, number one. Yeah, this is really cool. You uh, get it's to a meet five issue series. We meet a a a teenage kid, teenage redhead kid named Bailey Hodgkins. Uh, Bailey, Bailey Hoskins. Bailey Hoskins. Yes, and tip. You know, he introduces as a typical teenage guy likes girls. Yep. Awkward. He sort of looks like Archie Andrews. He's he's trying to find his place in the hierarchy. Well, the hierarchy of high school. Yeah. You know, he tries out uh, painting. He tries out poetry, tries out skateboarding, tries out uh, for like the football team. Yeah. He's not really good at all. He's just Bailey. Yeah. I I definitely related to Bailey. I identify completely. I I think a lot of people do. Where I was not at the top of the high school hierarchy. Nope. Lower to middle, probably more lower than middle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and until the fateful day where it's, his parents sit him down and he, their son, we have something to tell you. Yeah, he doesn't feel special. Let's put it that way. He, yeah. he doesn't feel. He feels like he's one of the masses, which most kids feel. Yeah, which yeah, which is probably true. Of, let's be honest. <laughs> like, are we that special? No. Well, everyone is. Everyone's special. Okay, you're you're going with that. No, okay. no, that's new agey crap. <laughs> that's new agey crap. No, there's a hierarchy. I'm like, you for want to be special, you got to fight for it. You got it. You got to, you have to find your thing. And, you know, Bailey's trying to find his thing. Yeah. Until the day his parents sit him down and tell him that they are mutants. Yeah, both that of them. he is the son of two mutants. And one, his mother has x ray vision. Mm hmm. And the father can, what? Like, what did, what did he do? His father can. Da, 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 I I can't remember, but yes, his father can do something cool. Here, continue. I'll try to, I'll try to find out. But so he's he's waiting for his mutant, his mutation to manifest, and so they take him. Controls heat is what his father controls does. heat. Yeah. Okay. Pretty cool power. So yeah, they take him up to the X mansion. Yes. And uh, he's tested. like, "This is so cool!" And he gets to meet the Beast, and he's he's fanboying out on him. Yes. And um, the beast tells him they, they run some tests, and the beast tells him your power is to explode. It's like, oh great! And he's like, cool, human bomb. All right, not so fast, there, Bailey. You can explode, but you'll be dead. Yeah, you'll explode <laughs> and you'll die. Yeah, that's you, your mutant power. You're you're essentially an M80 <laughs> in a toilet. Thanks, Doctor Doctor Hang. Thanks, Doctor. So beast. again. He goes from the highest of the highest back to even lower than he felt yeah, before. Yeah, he's pretty... Because he's trapped between these two worlds and he can't... I think the biggest thing which I see is he can't contribute. No. Can't contribute. He's That's got part of it. a mutation, a potential power, right? but he can't contribute to help out. So he's a little bummed and uh, they're heading out towards a parking lot and what happens, Ming? Uh, Sentinel, Sentinel comes out. Right. Steps on his parents. <laughs> yeah. So now he's orphaned. Where's your X-ray vision now, lady? Now it's just gotten worse. Done. Now he's orphaned. He's an orphan. And he has a and he has a shitty superpower. Yeah, yeah. And uh, actually, they touched on this one time with uh, Firestar. You remember Firestar? Yeah. Spider-Man and, and his amazing yes, friends. Yes, yes, yes. She was um, in the new New Warriors. Uh, she actually started out in the new Hell in the Hellions, the um, uh, the Hellfire Clubs. Um, I guess. Arch rivals of the New Mutants. Yeah. Um, separate schools, both teams of mutants. You got the New Mutants and the Hellions. And Firestar was one of their star pupils, I guess, one of Emma Frost's star pupils. And uh, she she has microwave powers, so she can, you know, excite the molecules of stuff and cause them to catch on fire. Right. So um, turns out in, in New Warriors, a little bit later on, her power is actually sterilizing her. The microwaves, the radiation she's putting off is, is making her barren. Her insides were a rocky place yeah, yeah, where yeah. a seat could find no purchase. <laughs> so, um, a little trade off there then. Every time she uses her power, she becomes she more and more yeah, infertile. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. She's, she's uh, condemning her eggs to a life of That's spoiled dinks. It does, except. I when like she, the conflict though. It was, except it, when she joined the Avengers. Kurt Busiek took that and was like, you know what? Star uh, Firestar was um, a reluctant Avenger. She only joined because her boyfriend Justice uh, Vance Astro Astrovic wanted to. He's uh, he's a, also a new warrior, telekinetic, and um, he has a really fascinating backstory. So go go check go pick out that the, up. Yeah, yeah, go check out the New Warriors. But um, they become Avengers, and um, every time she uses her power, 
still. And now, now she's on like a, a uh, galactic scale. She's fighting the supreme intelligence. She's fighting a whole bunch of new bad guys. Like the um, she's she's up against Ultron. Yeah, that's like oh crap. <laughs> now 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 I've got to use my powers to their fullest. Right. Hank Pym comes along and says, "Hey, you know what? You have uh, a mutant's you know biology, except yours is a little stunted." So wear this, and hopefully it'll kickstart your your latent um, uh, immunity to your own power. Yeah. So she's like, "Really? That's it?" So she starts to to become like a very aggressive Avenger. She's very out there. Yeah. And um, it like takes her six months, but she's cured her her insides. Her insides. Uh, her her insides inside were a, a, a fertile place. Yeah, a fertile place now. So. Um, it was very cool to to see that, and you know, have you see the Avengers actually acting like a family and a, a true team? Yeah, like, hey, I'll help you out, no problem. It's cool. Which is what I love. About, this is the heart of the, this book. Right. Is even though he has a shitty superpower, even though he's got no parents now, the uh, that the other X Men have accepted him. Of course, he's, they one do. Of he's a mutant. He's one you're of them. You're one of us. We're, we'll sh- let us show you the robes. <laughs> and and, and now, seriously, uh, you've got. I mean, his parents are like gum on the bottom of this sentinel's foot. Like literally, it's disgusting. You can see like, it's str- they're 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 inside, inside like stretching like a yeah. piece of gum. Yikes! Yeah, but you know he's got a home now, and and uh, they they find a way for him where he might possibly be able to contribute. Yeah, yeah. Not to give too much away, but yeah, yeah. So uh, I I like that. I I love books with with heart like this, and I can I can definitely relate to the the main character. Yeah, it's here. written by Max Bemis now. Tell our folks back home who uh, Max Bemis is. Who is Max Be- Bemis, Mike? I don't know. I, oh. He's he's the front man for somebody. Oh, yeah. He's got a band. Yeah, he's, he's got a band. He has a band. I can't remember the name of the band, but I, uh, I'll, I, I'll, well, if you remember, I'll tweet it out. But yeah, he's actually he's a front cool. man. So he's cool already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's doing cool this. Already, and... But it may have not. Uh, the way he writes this, he may have not always been cool. He's, he's, he's gotten the heart of. I think everybody thinks that they're not. Even the cool kids in think their so? in their private moments think that they're not cool. I, they're not worthy of being, you know, that that cool. That's why they they drink so much or take so many <laughs> dangerous chances. Don't take those chances. You are cool. We yeah, ex- come on, you're cool people. Mike and I accept you're in the you're in the comics club, man. Yeah, if you're listening to this, man or miss, miss, you're in. Welcome, Junior, welcome to the club. What do you got there? Is that Flash number 49? No, you got Flash number 49. I got Justice League 48, The Dark Side War, part eight. Yes. Um, This is the JLA, the Justice League, not the JLA, the Justice League, teaming up with the crime syndicate against Mobius, who uh, you you might know better as the Anti-Monitor. Okay. Uh, The big bad of uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. And it looks like he's here to um, – he doesn't want to just kill indiscriminately. He wants to get his hands dirty again. He's like, I, for, I forgot what killing someone is like. So that's pretty badass. So he wants to kill strategically? No, he just wants to kill with his bare hands. Oh, okay. So he'll go from world to world. And he has been going from world to world, destroying them. Yeah. Earth 3. Gone? Destroyed. Gone. Just um, – mess comes in like almost like galactus he's got this energy wave that devours um positive matter wow that's why folks kids any kids out there listening right now leave live each day as if it were your last yes because you never know when some asshole is going to come down yeah and just destroy your planet in one fell swoop uh, damn straight yeah and make everything you've done meaningless right so sorry to bring it down mike but that's nah, right but you know we read these things like wow man life is like Life is precious. It's more fragile than I thought it was. Life is precious in Jesus and the Bible. Yeah, exactly. I don't have Flat 49 in front of me. I have Daredevil number four. We're swinging okay. it back to Marvel here. Blind spot. Blind spot, yeah. All right. Well, in this one, uh, again, you have Matt Murdock. He's not, he's, uh, he's not the DA anymore. He's a prosecutor. Right. And he's, he's feeling very inadequate. He kind of sucks at his job right now. He, yeah, he's been letting some stuff slip through his fingers. Supposed to st- uh, take down a, a neighborhood crime crime lord called Ten Fingers. Right. Let the key witness die in his under his watch. Right. Uh, yeah. Let him. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let him. Daredevil is supposed to be protecting him. I know, but it's not like he's you know just standing there watching. Yeah. Well, not only that, the the crime lord Ten Fingers is rubbing it in his face by showing up at his office and. Does he know? Oh, he knows. Oh, he knows. Oh, he's he Daredevil. Def- 
No, he doesn't know he's dirty. Oh, but he knows that he's But he dirty. knows about it, that he can he DA. can step in whenever he wants and he's just kind of rubbing his face in it. It's like, I, you can't, you got nothing on me and I'm here to tell you about it. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. Hey, Jack McCoy. Yeah. Let me tell you a little something. Yeah. You got so, nothing. Yeah. So that, I think to kind of pump himself out, he's teamed up with Steve, a powerless Steve Rogers now. Okay. Steve Rogers' super serum has worn off. Right. He's no longer a super soldier. He's old. He's old. He's aging. Right. But still a good guy. So, oh, sure. Yeah. So they, uh, they're kind of helping each other out, where Steve Rogers uh, has enlisted him in a little little uh, helpful mission. Okay. To prevent the destruct a building blowing up. That's always a... It's not a bad thing. No, it's a, actually a pretty good thing. Yeah, not a bad thing. Um, then we swing it back to uh, the the house of the... Ten Fingers has his. He has a, like a church. It's called the yeah. Church of the Enclosing Hands or something. Like, and aren't they? They're like a five hundred one. That's that's one of the yeah. The they're main like a five hundred one C three charity. It's like holy crap. He's like, you know what? I'm it, not only not only am I a murdering scumbag. Yeah, I'm gonna make a church out of it, and we're gonna be tax exempt. Yeah, it's kind of a cult, but they've been, they've sucked in everyone from Chinatown. Right. Yeah. So we kind of swing this over to saving, saving the Chinese. There's a little not political, but. Little, it's a little, little weird political political plotline of saving the Chinese, which I can relate to, which I kind of like. But one of the people they've sucked in is Blindspot's mom. Now she doesn't know he's Blindspot, right? But in this issue, uh, there's a little revelation at the end. Okay, I think I just spoiled it. But uh oh, but I'm bump. But but there, that's uh, I, I I'm liking this, and uh, with the uh, with the Daredevil TV show coming out in like three weeks, yeah, this is a perfect companion piece. Okay. If you want to, everyone read. I mean, what they've done is kind of taken it back to the street level, right. which the show is definitely revolve, definitely, definitely doing. And, so. Okay. And on that note, the um, Daredevil coming back. They're coming back um, same day as I, Super. Super. I thought Batman they were, v but Superman. they've moved it up a week. It's the 18th now. Oh, so it's before. It's before. Okay. Smart move. Okay. Well, I yeah, I guess yeah. Well, they don't have to really worry about, um, you know, the opening week. Competition? Yeah. No, you could definitely do both. Yeah. And In fact, you can watch Daredevil while you're at the movies watching Batman versus. You Superman. shouldn't do that. You'll annoy the person sitting next to you. Yeah. Speaking of which, you taking your kids to see uh, Superman v. I don't, Batman? I don't know. Batman v. Superman? I don't know. Uh, if they're interested in going... All right. I'll I'll take them. My daughter maybe not so much, but my I think my, my son would be into okay. it. Let me know because uh, I'm going to pick up tickets A group trip? Week. Yeah. Oh, next week is that when they're released? Can you get them that early? I don't know. I'm gonna try. I'm sure you can. But that you know what? That's an interesting question you bring up. It's rated PG-13, right? But just announced this week, there is a R-rated cut, which will be on the Blu-ray. Yes, it'll be on the Blu-ray, which causing um, some con- I don't know controversy discussion of yeah. like wow did one why aren't they releasing the well they want to they want the PG-13 audience sure but two like what could be so bad to give it a rated r rating uh, and i looked it up mike right it says here citing sequences of sequences of violence that's in quotes right the motion the mpaa motion picture association of america classification and ratings administration has awarded the ultimate edition of batman versus superman home video version with an r rating okay so there's more fighting yeah, more blood. I guess I don't. I'm, I'm assuming violent. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, are we, are we going to see stuff getting ripped off? I'm assuming ripping out hearts beating in front. He's going to rip out seriously because I and, wa- and watch it really make did, him watch it beat. Did you not watch Temple of Doom? <laughs> I did. He did uh, watch oh, it. Oh yeah, and they got that got PG thirteen. PG thirteen. That's right. That's it's what like, it was created the for. Origin of the PG thirteen. I know. Okay, so it's not that. It's, no. it's worse than that. Then uh. are we going to see tits? <laughs> <laughs> is that why it got an R rating? Uh, Warner Brothers, if you're at all interested, yeah. Ming Chen wants to see boobs. Yes. Amy, what's her Amy Adams? We're going to see her. <laughs> is, that, is that what's going on? That's here? weird. And you know what? I saw Amy Adams last night in something she was in in like 2003 mm-hmm. West Wing. Oh, okay. She played a farmer's daughter. I was like, wow. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. She, I'm like, wow, it's Amy Adams. Yeah. Yeah. In 20 hours in America. Yeah, so that R rated that R rated version you wanted so badly, Mike? Well, you're getting it. All right. Yeah. I, I really didn't want it. I didn't care about it because no. you know what? If it's if it is uh, integral to the story, if if it plays a factor, yeah. if you need that much violence, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's a, an organic thing, sure, then that's fine. But if you're just jamming it in there because Deadpool how, does it, how, Deadpool did it first. How violent do you need to get to get an R rating? Pretty what's violent. The, what's the I don't know. What's an instance where? 
I'm trying to no, think. Ripping guys hard on watching it be watching him. That doesn't even that doesn't, cut that's it. not oh, a rating. So um, what? I mean, disembowelment. I don't like know. Braveheart level battlefield scenes. Uh, maybe we'll see Superman's ass painted blue. I have no okay, idea. Okay, yeah, Kryptonian yeah. ass. <laughs> okay, that's not oh, violent that's, though, eh. is it? I don't know. I just, what did he have for dinner last night? Oh, that well, eh. that's uh, we're crossing the X NC seventeen. Uh, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. You got one more book here in front of you. I do. Uh, all new, all different X, uh, Avengers, Avengers number six. And uh, I pulled this because um, it's it's actually a very cool cover. It's an homage. It's a um, Is that the Alex homage Ross to uh, the, the number first 57, vision? yeah. Which you own. Which, which I, I own, saw you yes. buy. I did. I yeah. bought it. I've got it. Um, it's an homage. And you've got to uh, watch out for the vision because he got uh, thrown out of the. Um, the Vision got chucked out. No, he didn't get chucked out. Oh. He got um, Ms. Marvel chucked out of the Avengers in the last issue. Uh, he lied about her and falsified some uh, video videotape oh. uh, where she was putting people in harm's way, which right. she wasn't. She's, no. she's very conscientious. She's got a pretty pure heart. And she's from New Jersey. So right. And we don't do that here. No, we don't do that here. We don't put people in harm's way. Unless we're trying to harm them. Right. Then, then we put them in yeah, arms. Yeah, but, oh, but only if they're bad, or against us. Yes. All right. Make thus making them bad. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah, they're bad. Um. So you've got uh, he's he's the vision's being kind of a douche. Yeah, because he's of, also uh, blackmailing Nova. Well, what's what, what's with all this dickish behavior? I don't know. He's a robot, so I've always thought robots could be dickish. Yeah. Can't you? Put that in as a directive, like don't be a dick. That's directive uh, yeah. number four <laughs> of Isaac Asimov's yeah. three three laws of robotics or right. whatever. Can't number four be don't be a dick? That's right. Yeah, I think we should write. I think we should do that. Yeah, we should amend the three laws and make it four. Robocop. Yeah. Cannot arrest anyone on Can the I, OCPD payroll. Yeah, you're Mike. You're fired. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's a dick? What's it, Tony Stark, you're fired. Tony Stark, you're fired. All right, all right. Then I can throw you through. Yeah, it's like Donald Trump. Don, you're fired. You're fired. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, who actually makes a cameo in Dark Knight 3. Does he? Yes. Oh, God. Issue 3. I, I don't like to get political, but what well, are we This is Frank Miller you're talking about. Come what are, on. What are we Did you not read Holy it? Terror? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what What are we thinking about with uh, with with Trump, man? What's, I don't know. I don't want to get political. I think you're, you're thinking what everyone else uh, is thinking geez. by talking in that tone. So right, yeah. I'm not going to get into this. It's not right. a political No, we're comic comics. Podcast. Although Frank Miller did put a little dig, he little did dig put, to did Donald put a Trump. Little dig. That's good. All right. Last book I have here. Uh, this is something near and dear to my heart. Maybe not for everybody. Okay. But this is Street Fighter G.I. Joe number one. Put oh, up it's IDW. got both of your faves yeah. in there. This is the 17-year-old, 18-year-old Ming Chen is... Hadouken, doing, Hadouken all over this Doing book. backflips. Hadouken. Yeah. yeah. Sure you can all over this book. Um, that sounds horrible. That sounds... If you're a fan of... If that sounds rated R, not PG-13. Yeah, if you're a fan of either of the, these franchises, basically M. Bison and Destro have teamed up to put together a fighting tournament. So well, you have Street cool. Fighter characters versus G.I. Joe characters. And this book is basically them fighting like this is a tournament they put together some kind of worldwide that's weird messed up tournament like any gi and, joe would be like you know what destro seems like a nice enough guy yeah but you know you have like say snake eyes versus something uh, someone else sure or or roadblock versus um uh you know like dalsim or something although i i don't think dalsim's in here which is my my major complaint is they're they're using some more obscure characters. Like, of course, because probably the other ones are in play at other companies. Possibly. Um, yeah, and video video game rights are a little uh, elusive. Yeah. I, now, I to be say. honest with you, like a Street Fighter type fights depicted in comic book format, not really that exciting. No. And that's what this book is full of. But if you if you're these are beloved characters to me. Sure. So when I see this, like I have to pick it up and read it. Hadouken. And it was it was pretty entertaining. So okay. if you're a fan of both of these franchises. This comic, get on it and this get comic, on it now. This comic may be for you. Cool. Yes. Uh, got a couple other other uh, other things here. Uh, DC, well, honorable mentions here. Not honorable mentions, but other ones we won't go in depth. Saga number 34 is out this yes, week. Yes, it is. As well as uh, Aquaman number 49. Yeah. Mara and Aquaman adjusting to land on life. Or life, life on, on land. Life yes. on land. <laughs> I knew what you were thinking. Life on land. Yeah. But a little, there's a little horror movie aspect of this. I don't know if you read it. No, not there's yet. There's a creature killing people that can 
watch out for your cups of water. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But anyways. Don't say Candyman three times, folks. Basically, yes. Okay. Uh, other things in the news, uh, DC's Rebirth. Yeah, they've that's... Annu- they've announced their plans. Yeah. Um, I, They're going back to the renumbering of Action Comics and Detective. They're two flagship lines. They're going to be in the 900s. I think it's like 957. They are. So they're kicking off on May 25th, Mike, in about right. three months uh, with a comic called DC Universe Rebirth Number 1. It's an 80-page standalone comic. Yeah, I believe it's uh, written by Various, but uh, Jeff Johns is jumping at the helm. Yeah, which, which, make, is, which makes sense. Sure. And then from there, DC will launch 32 new ongoing series. Um, Cutting back from the 52 that they've been doing. Yeah, 15 will be shipping once a month and 17 shipping twice a month. Wow. They also have plans, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they alluded to uh, plans for the Legion of Superheroes and these uh, Justice Society yeah. of America. Two of their uh, lesser-selling books, at least in, in here, sure. I was, I've always been a, a huge fan of both of those franchises. Yeah. I think that oh, Legion... Cool. Okay, that's good then. First time... Yeah, it's great for me. But Yeah, you're, the, you're a big fan. First time in a long time the Legion of Superheroes was not being published. I think it's been the past two years. Yeah. So that's that's entirely too long for no Legion. And the Justice Society. Did you find your ring? I did. You're going to be wearing the ring? I will be. (laughs) be Wearing the ring. Um, What I like is uh, all the cover prices remaining at $2.99. $2.99. So, yeah, that's pretty pretty ballsy. It is, especially in this economy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so at DC, we believe in superheroes and what makes them great. It says Dan Didio. We also believe in the direct market and the core comics fan. Rebirth is designed to bring back the best of DC's past, embrace the stories we currently love, and move the entire epic universe into the future. Hell yeah. We are returning to the essence of the DC universe. I'm hoping that means the essence of the multiverse, where all stories matter. And that's, you know, don't have everything, you know, personally speaking, when they first started this whole thing. Yeah. And uh, it made a certain amount of sense. Every one of these new comics were going to be set in their own universe. Yeah. That's what I thought, and that didn't happen. No, it didn't. So, so uh, I hope this works. Out. I hope this is good. I uh, hope it's as great. a retailer, I think this should be good. Uh, people, as a retailer, I'm hopefully I'm people aren't crossing sick of, my fingers. Sick of another gimmick, rebirth, relaunch, gimmick. I'm all hoping new, this isn't all different. A yeah. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully this will mm-hmm. this this will be good. I, I will say I did look at the January sales numbers, and DC needs a little kick in the ass. DC needs a big kick in the ass. Yeah, yes. And you know how much I love DC. Oh yeah, yeah. Huge we, we fan. Both, we love. We both love I'm DC. Ta- but yeah, this is just it shouldn't be. There's there's no way that there's no way that Superman should be at the bottom of no. the sales list. No, the sales not chart. at all. Story matters. It does. Story, story matters. matters, and stories will sell. Story yeah. sells too. Yeah. So don't don't rely on gimmicks. Just. You don't have to kill them off unless you're really going to kill them off. Yeah. That's that's my advice. Yeah. I don't know if you read this, Mike. There is a Stanley article in Vulture magazine, which is available online, scathing, I want to say. Okay. Where they, they examine Stanley and as Stanley now, today, and how he's beloved, right. but also hated. And they go okay. into the whole Jack Kirby. Steve Ditko right. controversy that's been controversy forever. It's been, it's been going on forever, yeah. And you know what? I, I mean, you you got to give credit where credit's due. I mean, Which they're saying that Stan is not. But Stan has. Stan. I mean, it, Stan's it, gone on record saying that if it weren't for Jack Kirby, yeah. we wouldn't have the Marvel Universe. Yeah. If it weren't for, for Steve Ditko, Spider-Man, as you know him, wouldn't be. Yeah. They go back. I think this article is a little one-sided. Of course it is. Yeah. I'm sure they didn't go, but it's Vulture magazine. Yeah, but it's it's worth it's worth reading just okay. for posterity alone, which I I highly recommend to you. It's a it's a good it's a long article. I won't say it's fair. I'm we sure say? I don't it's, think it's probably not. I don't think it's that fair. And actually, we learned a lot about Stan. A lot of people assume Stan's like this rich guy who's making all this money off the Marvel movies. Not so. No. He had an old agreement which said he was supposed to get ten percent. Of all profits, uh-huh. uh, that was reorganized, and they gave him a one-time payment of ten million bucks. Oofa! So he does draw an annual salary from them, but it, it, comparatively, not that much. So if you're wondering why Stan is doing all these cons, it's because he's not getting any of this Marvel movie money. Yeah, which I think is the more more crime, more criminal than anything they could claim of him. Their main claim is he didn't really contribute to any of these characters. That it was more 
Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko. Right. Or anyone else who collaborated. He just took all the credit. It's the same old story we've been, they've been trying to pound in for years. But let's face it, there's no Marvel universe. There's none of this without him. None of no, it. No, none. So so back off. Exactly. You so know back what? Give, off. Like I said, give credit where credit's due. Yeah. And this guy give him was the credit. architect of the entire There would be no there may be no comic books. No. It wasn't where he took it from kids medium up into something that that, that adults and grown people can enjoy. And that's oh, absolutely. Driving, that's where I start driving the market. So Right. I mean he made he made comic books matter in the sixties. Yeah. He he turned it into a campus thing. Yeah. Whereas they were just sort of uh, a joke. Right. And he made he made them important again. I yes. mean, granted they were aping some of the stuff that DC does, but so what? DC apes what Marvel does sure. all the time. So, sure. I mean, it's a back and forth uh between the two of them. When you have a rival, of course you're going to try to one up them. Yeah. So. So, I say read this article. It's good just for just for posterity, just to, just cuz it's out there. Form your own opinion, of course. Right. But I say I definitely read it. And speaking of Stanley, Mike. Uh-huh. Stanley was asked about his his cameos in general, right? And specifically his cameo in Deadpool, right? Which was pretty brilliant, I thought. Oh, it was great. But which uh, he had a complaint though, Mike. Uh, his complaint was, was, "I wish I'd spent more time in the strip club." Ah, oh, Lee told Entertainment man. Weekly, they had me in and out too quickly. Isn't that your complaint for Dogma? Yes. Yeah, that was your complaint. Can't we do another couple of hundred thousand takes? Yeah, yeah. I think I messed that one up. I want to. I, <laughs> yeah, I want another one. You're not going to be in this, man. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I've but, got the camera angle, so you, they don't even see your face. But in general, for his for his Marvel movie cameo career, uh, if it's a Marvel movie, I'm there for it. He said, "Whenever a new movie comes out, I hope they'll have a spot for me. I get such a kick out of doing it. The fans seem to like it. I'm going to tell you a secret. Here's the reason the movies make so much money: my cameo." A man takes a girl to the movie, right? They're watching the movie and they bend down to get some popcorn. In doing so, they miss my cameo. Now the movie ends and they say, my God, we missed Stan's cameo. So what do they do? They run to the box office and buy two more tickets and see it again. That's why the movies do so well, because of my cameos. Enough said. Okay. <laughs> you know what sure. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that... I love Stan. I think I a whole bunch him. of his stuff, uh, I love a whole him. bunch of his cameos... Do make people want to see it over and over again because you're like, that's right, Excelsior. Excelsior, yes. Yeah, so I mean, Stan, keep doing them as long as you can, yes, buddy. Please. And uh, I also heard that he is doing the last Canada Con. He is. He's I doing his last con in Canada, Calgary uh, Comic Expo, yeah. I believe. So, um, you know what? God bless him. He's he's like, I don't want to travel outside yeah. the country well, anymore. He's so. ninety three. I can't. I yeah, can't, can't blame, blame him. him no. Can't blame him. So hopefully we see him a couple more times this year. Though. Yeah, I believe uh, we've got some of those lined up. Awesome. Say, hey, Mike, how the hell are you? Excelsior. Excelsior, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Get him to tell us a story like um, like Jim Steranko did where he slapped a guy. <laughs> I don't know about hey, that. Hey, Stan, you got any slapping stories? We don't I- he came close. He said he hated uh, what's his face for killing Gwen Stacy. Yeah, true. Jerry Conway. Yeah. You ever want to slap him? We can make that happen, Stan. Can we slap? Can we? Slap? I don't want. Well, I'm not gonna slap an old man. No, no, no. I'm saying we can get Stan to slap Jerry Conway. Oh, oh. Hashtag Stan slaps Jerry Conway. I want to see that up there. I want to see I, that. I trending. don't see Stan as a slapper. Like no, Jim Stranko definitely. Like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he's a slapper. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, everybody. Remember, Thanks for listening, folks. Remember to always visit your local comic book store and always remember to watch Comic Book Man every Sunday at midnight. After the Walking and Talking Dead, I believe this week we'll give a little teaser. I believe this week is the week that Jim Lee comes in. That's awesome. Yeah, I believe that's this week. Cool. And if not, they he's come he's coming in. He's coming in in the next uh, six weeks. Six weeks, folks. Yeah. So yeah, keep watching. Keep watching. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Ming. And there you go. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.